Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Hugely helps out the channel, and I can never express how much a difference you really do make. So thank you so much. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Mean Confusion 5515, who says, My 42 male son, 20 male, wants me to adopt his baby and is threatening to be a deadbeat if I don't. I'm not sure where to start with this. My wife and I have five sons, ranging from ages 24 to 10. We were very young when we had our oldest, yes. And we just recently found out my wife is pregnant again. When we announced this, my second oldest son, 20 male, who lives independently but nearby, had an extremely angry reaction. And when I spoke to him later, I found out he'd gotten a girl pregnant and wanted me and my wife to adopt the baby. The baby's mother, his ex-girlfriend, is not on board with that idea and he had been trying to persuade her. That was nearly two weeks ago and now I'm at a loss for how to deal with this situation. I realize my son is scared of the situation he is in and wants help. I've tried to reassure him that I'm with him and to the best of my ability, willing to help him with whatever he feels he can't handle. Money, babysitting, advice, anything. I thought that once he realized it would be okay, he would step up and accept responsibility to raise his own child. However, he is adamant that he doesn't want anything to do with this baby and insists he will do nothing besides pay the bare minimum of child support if we don't adopt it. Not even taking account the difficulty it would be for me and my wife to have two babies in the household as well as our other children. I am uncomfortable with the idea of adopting the baby for several reasons. First of all, because the baby's mother doesn't want to give it up, not even to us. She had apparently been considering it when she thought she'd get no support from my son and it was her only chance to be in the baby's life and still give the baby a decent life. However, after I spoke to her personally, my son had apparently been trying to tell his ex-girlfriend that my wife and I would definitely be willing to adopt the baby before he had even said a word to us about the situation and assured her I would be a support system for my grandchild no matter what. She seemed relieved to the point of tears and immediately said she didn't want to give up her child. At this point, even if she could be persuaded to do so without me threatening to withdraw support otherwise, which of course I would not do, it would always feel like we had taken her baby under duress. On top of that, I'm uncomfortable with the idea of letting my son get out of his responsibilities as a father by taking over them for him. I raised him better than that. I'm simply unsure of how to handle this situation, how to guide my son and help my grandchild in the best way for everyone. Part of my difficulty with that is that my own childhood situation is making me biased in several ways. I've been the unwanted child before. When I was little, my single mother raised me and my biological father dropped by for occasional visits. 
When my mum died, my dad got custody. He did not want and essentially passed the chore of raising me onto as many people as he could, interacting with me as little as possible. It was an incredibly lonely childhood and that rejection still hurts. I don't want my granddaughter to have to go through the same painful process of realizing her father doesn't want her, which I know she will if my son doesn't change my mind about wanting a relationship with her and it's forced. However, even if a relationship isn't forced, she's going to wonder why her father isn't in her life and learn that she's unwanted either way. And I don't think it's possible for that to not be hurtful. I also can't relate because I've also been the young person who accidentally got a girl pregnant when I wasn't ready. Unlike my son, my wife and I weren't in a stable position, financially or otherwise, when we had our oldest. But we were in love and once I was able to wrap my head around the situation, happy about it. I suppose it's because I had such a sad childhood that I was happy to finally have my own family. However, my son has had a loving family his whole life and right now, what he wants is independence. I can sympathize with that, but it's still upsetting for me to think he would abandon his own child. It's hard for me to accept that he would do something so heartless, and I keep hoping that he will change his mind of his own volition. But I think I need to prepare for the worst case scenario that he doesn't. I'd appreciate any other perspectives about how to handle the issue. Edit, I'm not sure if anyone will see this, but I finally got him to have a real conversation with me about it. I was very relieved to find out that my son isn't as heartless as he seemed to be, but was just being very stubborn because he genuinely thought it would be best for the baby and everyone. He's going to apologize to the baby's mother and he's going to step up in some way. We're going to figure this out. And you know, we've already got some improvements from the edit already, but I don't think there was ever going to be you know your choice about the adoption anyway the mother doesn't want to give up the child so it's not going to happen i don't think and i kind of feel like in some ways you're not going to be able to force your son to be a great father either and we've already got an inkling of where it's going to go from that edit anyway but i think what i was going to say as i was reading it is that you're only ever going to solve this or find out what's going on in your son's head by you know solid conversation that's the only way going forward and and i'm glad it does look like it's going in a positive direction but we do have the update for this in a moment and i hope it doesn't turn around from that edit but we'll cover a couple of comments before we move on so we'll start off with an armchair expert who says the op the adoption question is moot. The baby's mother doesn't want to give up her child for adoption, so there's no point even considering it. You also can't force an independent 20-year-old to be an engaged father. The only things in your control here are how much support, logistic or financial, are you willing to be able to contribute to the mother of your grandchild and how does this affect your relationship with your son? Will you stay as close or, or will your disappointment mean you become more distant? I know it's frustrating that you can't make him do what you think is the right thing, but your role here is as a supportive grandparent only. Perhaps he'll come around and be in the child's life later. Perhaps not. But if she's willing to accept support from you, give it. And at least someone in your family is doing the right thing by this baby. Opie replies that saying, thank you. To clarify, I wasn't really considering adopting the baby, but wanted to explain why I wasn't. Despite that, my son keeps bringing it up as though the matter isn't settled. The idea of sacrificing my relationship with my son is horrible to me, but I can't imagine the issue won't affect it. He used to 
even a few weeks ago before he had admitted the situation to us, come over for snacks or to celebrate birthdays or just spend some free time with his brothers. And I can't imagine that continuing in the same way if we're going to be babysitting his own daughter who he won't see or inviting his daughter and his ex-girlfriend to the same celebrations. It feels like I'm losing him already and it's breaking my heart. Low University says, I don't think you can stop your son from being a deadbeat. However, the court will make him pay child support. You also can't really adopt the baby because his mum really wants to keep him. Really, all you can do is be the best grandparent you can be. Now that your son is an adult, you can't make him do anything. Hopefully, he's just in shock and he'll come around. Hats and Topcoat says, you can't force your son to be a good father. You shouldn't think that any path you take will result in him being a better or worse father. It's very unlikely to matter, so don't make any decisions based on that reasoning. It sounds like he's given you every reason to expect he'll be uninvolved, so assume that's the case and you can be happily surprised if he proves you wrong. It seems clear to me that the correct path for you is to make sure the mother knows that you want to help with the child and be part of its life to the extent you are able, whether your son chooses to participate or not. Like I said, don't make his choices or his attempt to manipulate you a factor in making your own choices. Little Miss Sniff says, please teach your younger sons the importance of wearing a condom and not accidentally bringing new life into this world that is unwanted. And the comments just continued with the same sort of thought process as that, you know, you can't force your son and, you know, you can't adopt either. So you can only be there to see what happens next and, you know, advise when you can. So let's move on to that update to find out what happens next. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So the update says... Okay, I tried to post this a couple of times, but it kept getting deleted. I think my friend figured out the problem though, so hopefully this will work. It's been a long time since my first post. And I'm not sure if anyone remembers it, but it got a lot of good advice on my post here about my son insisting on being a huge deadbeat dad. So I wanted to post an update now that my beautiful granddaughter has been born. When I first posted, my son was lashing out and scared and completely refusing to have a reasonable discussion about this matter. I got a lot of advice to cut him out of my life, but I really can never see a situation in which I would do that to my son. So I decided to tell him, briefly and firmly, that I was absolutely not going to adopt his child and that it never would have been an option, no matter what he thought, and that I can't make his choices for him, but I hope once he comes to terms with reality, he'll decide to do the right thing. I thought he was going to get angry and yell again, but to my relief, he was calm and said he knew. However, he looked really resigned and hopeless. It killed me to see him that way. 
I know it was the consequence of his own action, but I still love him and I feel his pain. So I sat down beside him and promised him we'd figure this out and tried once again to try and talk it out with him. I finally got him to open up a little bit. He expressed that basically he panicked and felt that he didn't know how to be a father, but he knew how to be a brother. He felt trapped and like he didn't understand why everyone was trying to force him to do something he didn't want to do and didn't feel capable of. I told him frankly about my own childhood experiences with my own father who didn't want me and didn't love me and explained that everyone else was pushing him not because we want to hurt him but because we're trying to protect the innocent baby. I explained that no one is perfect but there's nothing more emotionally painful than being unwanted and having a father who at least loved me and wanted me there would have made a world of difference no matter what other mistakes he made. He started crying, like I haven't seen him do since he was a little boy, and said he never really wanted to completely abandon his child and wouldn't have really done that, but he really thought the adoption was the best option. He was just saying what he thought he had to say to make that happen. This was a huge relief to me to see that he really wasn't as heartless as he was pretending to be. He spoke up about some of his own childhood issues too basically had some struggles with our home situation, having to compromise and take his brothers and our housemates into account with everything. And he's upset that just when he is finally ready for freedom, he's being tied down again. I sympathize with his feelings. I know I'm not a perfect parent and neither is my wife. Our younger kids have had pretty stable lives, but our oldest two are old enough to remember some of the instability my family experienced years back. And I guess it affected him more than he had let on. I recommended therapy again and he had a few sessions since then. Basically, we all had come to terms with the fact that this wasn't going to be a perfect situation, but all we could do is try to do right by the baby. I told my son he needs to apologize to his ex-girlfriend because no matter what his intentions were, he was acting like a complete arsehole and causing her so much distress when he should have been supporting her. He apologized and she was remarkably graceful about it and they eventually came up with co-parenting agreement. Basically, for now, the baby is so young and breastfeeding, her mother will have primary custody while my son pays child support and regularly comes by to spend time with the baby and help out. He'll take her back to his place for visitation on a case-by-case -case basis. But when the baby is older, he'll have more custody. They'll decide the exact split later, depending on circumstances. About my granddaughter's mother. Her parents were sadly incredibly unsupportive and were honestly going out their way to make things as hard on her as possible. I understand that since she was still living under her parents' roof, they had some say about rules she should follow. But in my opinion, their reaction to her pregnancy was to the point of being cruel. When I spoke to that family, the parents were calling their daughter a rude name for a woman, saying they were ashamed and going on and on about how lucky she was they didn't kick her out on the streets. They actually got mad at me for offering support. It was horrible to watch and I knew these were just the things they were saying in front of other people. Who knew how they were speaking to her at home? So I reached out to the young lady privately and asked her if she was okay in her situation. Long story short, she wasn't. She moved in with my family soon after. She fits right in. My younger sons love her sense of humor and that she knows things about video games and she and I have become close as well. Obviously, she has her hands full right now with her baby, but she has been a great help around the house too. Right now, my wife and I are making sure she gets all the rest and recovery she needs, and my son has been coming over every day to help out as well. 
He has so far been a very dedicated father and nothing but respectful to the mother of his child. It's been exactly the opposite of what I feared it would be and I'm so proud of him. So that is all. I'm so happy and proud of my son. I just wanted to share. Thanks everyone for all your advice. God, stories like that get me going. They get the old tears flowing. I gotta tell you that when he was apologizing to his ex-girlfriend and she was graceful about it and they came up with a co-parenting agreement, oh, they were flowing, let me tell you. And what an incredibly sort of difficult situation for OP to navigate through. And I think they handled it in the best way possible. And also to see how he empathized with his granddaughter's mother and saw the difficult situation she was in and helped that out as well. Absolutely wonderful. And as a family, I wish them all the luck for the future. They sound like an absolutely lovely family obviously got their difficulties and stuff like that but they're working it through with conversation which you know we love to see right anyway let me know your thoughts in this one in the comments below and let's move on to another story and our next story comes from am i the arsehole conditioner who says am i the arsehole for making my daughter use dollar store shampoo and conditioner my wife and i have three daughters oldest is 16 middle is 14 and youngest is 10. My entire family and my wife's family all have straight hair. My oldest and youngest also have straight hair. Then there's my middle with curly blonde hair and green eyes. The rest of the family has brown hair and brown eyes. I admittedly am not very close with her because I had doubts that she was mine and I had a hard time bonding with her due to that. Oh no! My middle daughter insists that she needs special shampoo and conditioner because of her curly hair. She found some that wasn't too expensive, so I bought it for her. But she goes through the conditioner like water. She came to me after a little over a month and said that she needed another bottle. I told her she doesn't and that a conditioner should last her at least another month, but probably longer. But she insists that you need to use a lot of conditioner for curly hair. I bought her another bottle and told her to use less because she wasn't getting another one for at least two months. She used it again in a month, so I bought her shampoo and conditioner from the dollar store. She had a meltdown about how this was going to ruin her hair and, and that she just got it to a place where she liked it and it was manageable. She blames us for her hair being uncontrollable for most of her life because we didn't learn how to take care of curly hair, even though it's not different than straight hair. She even threatened to shave her head, which I know she won't do because she's obsessed with her hair. Now she's refusing to speak to me and she's being extremely disrespectful to me and my wife. My wife thinks we should give in, but I think she needs to learn her lesson. Am I the asshole? I'm going to gloss over your first comments that you were saying, you know, you had doubts that she was yours and you had a hard time bonding with her due to that because you was going to send me over the edge with those comments. And I'll stick to the question in hand. And I often, well, pretty much on a yearly, yearly basis, get my nieces like some hair stuff like hair shampoo and conditioner and it's fairly expensive stuff that they like to use it smells like caramel does smell absolutely wonderful but each type like for one niece and for the other niece they have different bottles due to their different hair types so there is absolutely that i'm no expert in hair but they tell me that they like these specific ones because it's good for their particular type of hair. So I'm going with that. Yes, you're the arsehole because yes, she's got curly hair and she takes care of it in a special way. And it just sounded like you're being an arsehole for the sake of it with dollar store shampoo and conditioner. 
But we're going to start off with Lizzie who says, you're the arsehole. Wow. Yes, women with curly hair do need different types of shampoo and conditioner. Dollar store shampoo is likely going to damage her hair. Also, do you not understand how traits are passed on? Was there a reason besides your daughter's physical features that you thought she wasn't yours, causing you to not properly bond with her? You suck. You're the arsehole. And Sir Jean Lasserre's you're the arsehole curly hair is different from straight hair. And even the most basic of research will tell you this, and it is more difficult and more expensive to take care of. Starry Nebulous says, you're the arsehole. First off, you need to go back to school and read up on genetics. Sounds like you just don't like your daughter because you convince yourself she's not yours. Secondly, you need to let your daughter take care of her hair properly. Dollar store shampoo and conditioner will not cut it. You should be teaching your kids how to take care of their hair properly, no matter the type. You are to blame. Be a decent parent. Confused Coconut says, you're the asshole. Curly hair is not the same as straight hair. And you know this. You're just being vindictive. If you feel she's not yours, then address this with your wife. Don't take it out on an innocent child. Also, get some therapy. Bitch Behave says, you're the asshole. First of all, even if she wasn't yours, it's a dick move to blame a kid. Second of all, you said you weren't poor and what she needs isn't so expensive. So what's the problem here? Would it kill you to buy what your daughter needs? Just wow. I wonder what other things a poor girl has to go through if you're making such a big deal out of fucking conditioner. And one more from Sticker Fork in Me Please who says, learn her lesson. And this says, what, about what? What lesson are you trying to teach here? The conditioner she needs to be able to manage her hair is expensive? Or is it really you're just a cheap ass who treats his middle daughter like crap because she doesn't look like you? If only there were somewhere you could learn about genetics and curly hair. You're the asshole. And I gotta come back on it, you know, that first paragraph where he said it doesn't look like her, so he has his suspicions and whatever, and he's treating her this way about conditioner like that other comment said. What else is she being like treated differently about? Because we're talking about fucking conditioner here. It's one of those situations we see time and time again on these subreddits where, you know, they treat one of their kids like absolute shit and hopefully one day he'll realize, you know, this is his child, but it'd probably be too late by then because she had moved out and got no contact with this person because he's treated her like shit her whole life. Ah, oh dear, don't get me started. Anyway, what do you guys make of this one? You got We've covered hair ones in the past and you guys are very informative on it. Taught me a thing or two as well. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for what you do. It means the absolute world. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, watch my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. 